Lakewood means rewind, a gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Search. Yeah. Way, way, way up. Search, search, search. Turn it all up. Yeah. Look. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. To try Welcome to back. You are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's podcast. This is not a money mail. This is just a general lesson for you. Now, someone a little while ago, they sent me a message and said, hey, something along the lines of, hey, I'd be real keen to get your thoughts around like what to do when you get stuck and um, how to get some ideas and how to keep moving forward again. And, you know, I didn't really know how to approach this because I thought, well, that's kind of something that really probably applies to all of life, right? And I don't know what the context was that they were bringing that question to my Instagram inbox in, but I did a little brainstorm when I was thinking about this and it's something that I've talked to mates about before and different people. I thought I would go through some of those for you and see if they're helpful Now, I'm mindful that I could completely miss the mark of the context to which this person was asking me, and I'll try to bring it back to how this could maybe be financial from what they're saying, but I think there's sort of underlying principles or things that I've learned along the way or noticed that have then helped me, and these might not work for you, nor may make any sense, nor may you care about them or you believe them, and that's completely sweet. These are just my opinions, my thoughts, and things that I've had experience with. Now, I guess how I'd tackle this from the top is energy, and hence why we started with Drake's tune, Energy. If you haven't picked up, I'm a pretty big Drake fan, and that's often why he's uh, on the old intros there. But I'm very lucky in that I am quite high energy, and to get tired for me, I need to be like going pretty hard or lacking sleep or out too many late nights in a row, those types of things. So right now, like I feel like I could fucking run through a brick wall. But last Sunday, after a Friday and a Saturday and a Thursday and a Wednesday, going out for dinners and drinking and stuff, not big nights, but just drinking, uh, one of them was relatively big, through um, my birthday week. At this time last Sunday, I was probably couldn't run through bloody a paper wall. But now I feel like I could run through a brick wall. So my energy and my state is completely different to last Sunday. And why I tell you that is because I don't think we get taught massively about protecting our energy and ways to do that. I think that when we are low on energy, everything becomes harder. It's harder to be creative. It's harder to come up with ideas. It's harder to get ourselves motivated, to get out of bed. But we need to do all of those things, right? And... No one sort of says, hey, I'll sit you down and I'll, I'll help you figure out how you can get heaps of energy. We're, we're the other way. We're like, hey, if you want some energy, drink this V, drink this Red Bull, it'll give you wings. Like, we just think fucking energy just comes from opening a can or something. And that's going to help us get going again and, and we're going to be laughing. But usually it sort of comes back to those basics, right? Like eating well, minimizing bad stuff that's going into your ears, getting an awesome sleep exercising, and doing the things for you that are going to give you energy. I think individually we've got to learn what does that for us, what things take away our energy as well. We always talk with business owners about things that give you energy and things that drain your energy. 
We do like a love-hate type exercise where we try and take businesses away from the things that they hate doing because those usually drain their energy. We want them to be working into the things that they love and their strengths. That keeps them more fulfilled and they know how to keep going and they're more energised to do that. So first thing I would say with energy, or just the first thing as part of this in terms of getting some ideas and, and how, to, how to break through getting stuck is what's your energy like and is it at low levels? Because often when we get stuck, we just feel like we're stuck, right? But we don't realise like, oh, I'm fucking running on empty here. I don't have a high level of energy. I haven't been eating well. I've been going out heaps. I'm feeling a bit anxious or whatever things you're telling yourself or ways you're feeling could come back to the fact they're actually really low on energy. So what can we do every day or going forward to be like, I need to build that back up? It might be, well, I didn't even realise, like I feel like I'm stuck, but I, I haven't gone to the gym for the last week. I haven't gone for a run. I haven't been out in nature. I haven't had any sun. I haven't had any positive, positive conversations with my friends. I've been looking at things that have been draining all of my energy. So be careful when you think you're stuck that you're not actually just massively low on energy. Again, just my point and just my opinion. Sometimes work can be really overwhelming for me. There's just heaps of stuff and I'm like, fuck, I've just lost all my creativity. And I realise, well, yeah, because it's just all my energy is being drained and taken in other areas. And just like the battery on your phone, you're constantly keeping an eye on that, going like, when is this going to run out? When's this thing going to run out of power? When's it going to run out of energy? You're much the same, and then you need to recharge yourself, right? But we all recharge differently, and we've got to figure out how we do that. Sleep, of course, is very important. This is something I've really been focusing on over the last couple of years, and actually understanding that if I have shit sleep, it will impact massively my creativity, how I feel, and how much energy I have. Last night I slept about seven hours, had a good sleep, and wasn't impacted by any alcohol, anything like that, was in bed pretty early, and I'm just on fire today, which is outstanding. But energy, I think, helps us get through when times get tough. And you often hear people say, oh, that person's going to crash on the other side of you know, big events or things in their life and stuff. And, and it can happen because we're just like running on absolute hum and adrenaline and stuff. And then eventually our body's like, I need to restore and recharge and get my energy back. And people go like, oh, I went on a holiday to, to recharge. And maybe it's a holiday for you that you need to be able to do those things or going and sitting by the ocean or sitting in the um, beauty of nature and, and those types of things. But there's enough there about energy. I just think we need to be mindful of what those things are that are giving and taking us energy because I think that if we lack energy we we think more that we are stuck. The other thing I want to talk about and probably more focus on is that this is probably highly controversial to some. I think that people who don't know where they're going are dangerous and this is a saying that I came up with and I've told some people and they're like tell me more and I've told other people and they're like you're an asshole and I'm like cool. Yep, I'm probably both of those things. Well, one of those things is just tell me more. I'm happy to do that. Now, let me tell you about it. Because so many people don't know where they're going, right? So I can see why this is highly offensive. Because you're going, well, like, you're triggered. If you're like, what an asshole. You're thinking, well, I don't know where I'm going, so you're telling me that I'm dangerous. And I think that people that don't know where they're going, they're dangerous to other people. And I, again, I agree that not everyone is going to like that. But let me paint a picture for you. You're driving in a town 
and you're following a car and they are trying to figure out where they're going. What are they doing? They're not looking in their rear vision mirror. They don't know that you're there. They're going really slow. They're not indicating. They're distracted. They can't focus. And they are fucking off people who are behind them. Can anyone picture an Uber driver right now that's doing that? Where they don't know where they're going, where they don't know where that person is that they're trying to pick up. Where you've been stuck behind someone and you can tell that they've just got absolutely no awareness. So I think that people that don't know where they're going, they become dangerous because they lack awareness of others around them. Now, I don't mean to offend people with that. I just see this time and time again. Every time I see someone driving a car like this, I think, shit, I have to be careful. I've got to be careful around this person in this car because they don't know where they're going and it's going to make them dangerous because they're not thinking about you. They're thinking, where am I going? What's going on? They're only thinking about themselves. And people would tell you, no, 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 no. People that are real driven and they know where they're going, they're fucking ruthless and they're selfish and, and you know they just think about themselves. Oh, okay. Well, maybe there's some truth to that too. But I'm sure you have been around people in your life who have been drifting, who have had no clear focus, no clear direction, and they become dangerous, and they become dangerous to you. If you surround yourself with too many people that don't know where they're going, don't know what they're trying to achieve, don't have any purpose, and don't have goals, they will bring danger to your life. It could be that they just don't care if they get arrested. All of a sudden you're out with them and then you're in a big fucking fight and you're like, how did this happen? Well, one of those people in your group maybe just sparked it because they just don't care. They don't care if they end up in jail or if they end up you know, in hospital or whatever and who cares? doesn't matter. And you become a part of that and you think, how did that happen? How did I go out for a couple of drinks and end up waking up in hospital or um, in trouble? And I'm drawing a long bow and saying that this is how all problems happen because it's not, but you need to be careful of the people that you're hanging around that don't know where they're going because they're probably going to lack self-awareness, awareness in general, and they probably don't have much to care about. That brings us to having a purpose and having a why and thinking about things. If you're going to go out with those same group of people and they're keen to get in fights and stuff and you're about to start your law career, <clears throat> excuse me, you've got a bit of purpose now, you know where you're going, you've got something to aim towards, and they're like, let's throw some bricks at this dude or this bloody window or whatever, you're going to go, I, I know where that could lead to and that could lead to me getting in trouble and me not being able to achieve the things I want to do, i.e. get entry into law school or whatever it is. And you're probably going to go, fuck, I better stay out of this, leave me out of this. Because you know where you're going, you know the repercussions of doing things that are going to take you away from being able to do that and I believe you're then less likely to do dumb shit doesn't always work, and of course we get ourselves into trouble, we make mistakes, but find ways to build clear purpose into your life and direction and why to help you get closer towards it because it will minimise the distractions that you allow to creep into your life around that. Again, has anyone taught you this? I could be wrong. Like this, this is just, again, like this is just my thinking and my opinion. Keep the Change, for instance, I want 100,000 people to be reading and listening and learning about financial literacy and learning about some of these things and improving their lives. That's a goal for me. That's a direction I'm heading in. That means that Luke's got some spare time on a Sunday. I better nip in 
and try and answer some of these questions that I think are going to help that one person who asked it on Instagram that could turn into it being sent to 400 people. Who knows? You just don't know where that piece of content goes to and it helps me get closer to that 100,000 goal. If I didn't have a goal, if I didn't have a target, if I didn't really care, I'd probably still do some of these things, but I'm going to let more distractions come into my life and think, oh, well, I'll just grab onto that distraction for now, or I don't really need to do that. Or like I said to that person, I'll, I'll do something on this topic for you. I gave that person my word, and one of the things that I try and hold myself accountable to is that if you give someone your word, you fucking make sure that you live up to it. So I'm not going to say, yeah, man, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll record a podcast on that and then just never do it. You know. So I knew I had to tackle this at some stage. So it's giving me a direction, and it's meaning that I'm not, I know where I'm going. And that's why when people get into like corporate roles and job roles and stuff, they're like, I want to know where I'm going to progress to because they want someone else to give them a guide of like where am I going with this and that gives them something to focus on and they're not just meandering around and distracted and doing things that they don't need to be doing. So back to the start with that one, people who don't know where they're going can become dangerous. It's just something that I believe we all need to watch out for because lost people have no awareness or they have less awareness one of the things that I do is just walk places really quickly. And I feel really sorry for my girlfriend because she's like, man, can you just slow down? And I'm like, I can't fucking slow down because I know where we're going. That's why I walk fast, because I know where we're going. And I've told you previously about if you try and sprint in the dark, you can't because your body won't let you. You're freaking out. You're like, I don't know what, what I'm going to hit. And all of your senses get taken from you, so you slow down when it's dark. And when it's light, you've got more direction, you know where you're going, and you can go faster. Now, that's just a way for me to remind myself, like, okay, I can walk fast because I know where I'm going. And I'll bump into, well, I won't really bump into people. I usually dodge them because I'm smart enough to, I usually try and have the awareness for two people and be like, they probably don't know where they're going, so I need to think, okay, they could do X, Y, or Z, so then I'm going to be able to take action because I'm thinking like that because I've seen this so many times. And, you know, it's such a simple analogy, but once you decide where you're going, Walk there faster, get there faster. Find the fastest route to get there. That's like a very simple, practical way to teach yourself to get to outcomes faster and remind yourself that you know where you're going. Anyone ever told you that? Doubt it. Just seems weird, doesn't it? You know, well, what, what's the point? You know, just, just as long as you get there. But if you know where you're going, well, like why don't you speed it up? The faster you get there, the faster you can enjoy it. Long breath there. Simple one, lost people, they're going to struggle for awareness. So be careful the amount of people that you sit around that don't have any direction or don't know where they're going. And you're now thinking, well, mate, I thought this was going to be about ideas and getting stuck. Well, it is because maybe you're this person. Maybe you're the person in that car that's fucking about to cause a car crash because you don't know where you're going and you've lost all your awareness and the people behind you are about to bump into you because they had no idea that you were there. Now, that's all good. Maybe, hopefully it's just a phase for you and you can tidy that shit up. But we need some sense of direction and we need some purpose and we need some reasoning and we need some why. Why are we doing this stuff? Perhaps you're in a job where you don't feel like you've got any of this stuff and you just don't know where your career is going, you don't know where your life's going, you don't know where your finances are going. But what I say to people that talk to me about that sort of thing is, well, balance it out on the other side. 
work is one part of your life. Let's try and optimize the other areas. The other part is like sleep. So then let's try and improve that and get better at that to lift our energy back up. Because if work and our career is currently taking it from us, well, we need to counter that on the other side. And that's usually recreation, entertainment, education, and sleep. That's what you're doing in the other 16 hours of your day, right? So if eight hours of work is going to fuck you up and take your energy, well, then we need to fight back on the other side because work's not bringing it for us at the moment, so then we've got to figure out where it's going to come from. So if you're thinking, well, my life just, you know, this sucks and my career's not going anywhere and blah, 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 that's just one part of your life. Yes, it's a big part of your life, but zoom out, it's just one part. What are you doing in the other two-thirds? How are you sleeping better, making sure you get heaps of sleep and filling yourself up with energy? How are you looking after yourself? And what are you doing to progress in that other time, the downtime, and bring some fulfillment into your life? Because eventually, we're going to use all that energy that we get in that other two-thirds, and we're going to go, you know what? I am going to go apply for some new jobs. I'm going to quit this job. I'm going to have that tough conversation with my boss. You're not going to do those tough things if you're lacking energy, if you're feeling unfulfilled. That's how you're feeling stuck, and you're just sitting in one-third of your life thinking that all of your energy has to come from that piece or all of your decision-making, all of your direction, all of your purpose, all of your why. It doesn't. Get over to the other two-thirds. How can I just improve my energy and form and state over here, and then when I'm built myself up enough, bang, we're going to make some decisions in the area of my life that's fucking me off, okay? And it could be a relationship, it could be uh, a lack of finance, it could be an addiction you've got or whatever it is, but we need to build ourselves up in the other areas so that we've got enough energy and we're powerful enough to have a crack at sorting out the other side. Has anybody taught you that? No, probably not. Agree. Uh, Do you agree with Luke? Mm, You don't have to. Again, just my observation. Now, Same thing for me, when work's getting really tough and really stressful and stuff, as an example, last week I was with my personal trainer and he's like, right, we're going to rip you into this program, and he's like, firstly, how's work going? I'm like, yeah man, just coming into my real stressful and busy time, and I'm like, I don't really get stressed, but like I do, I just don't associate massively with stress and how how other people would talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking stressed, it's all on, and he's like, cool man, we're not going to do that workout, I'm like, what? And he's like, no, no, because this is really going to fuck your body up doing this workout. It's going to be really taxing on you. So we're going to preserve your energy and we're going to make sure that you're still sweet for your job and stuff because I don't want you going into your busy time and your stressful time um, like worn out. And I'm like, sweet, man, makes sense to me. And so he changed tact and was like, sweet, I'll go build you a different program for the next six to eight weeks. And then on the other side of that, once you've broken the back of it, we can change it up and we'll put more stress on your body because you're going to be able to handle it because you're not going to have as much going on from your work side. So I'm not just making this shit up. I'm trying to practice these things too and figure out how I can apply them to my life. It may be completely different for you, but just protect different areas of your life, especially if one area is bringing you down. You've got to find some fulfillment, some energy, some purpose, and some reasoning on the other side of things. Could be you absolutely absolutely hate your, your job, but is the fact that you care so deeply about your child, for instance, and giving them a better life that that helps you get through and you know you can grind out an eight-hour day and that things are going to change and it could take another six months, but you just, you know, how can you find ways to grind it out? I think it's very easy to have the terminology around like, okay, I'm stuck and I don't know where I'm going and things like that, but, you know, it's, it's very then hard to just find a simple solution. Often the solutions are kind of simple, but they take a while to get to oh, well, just, you know, if it's if you're stuck in your job and it's not progressing and it's making you not enjoy your life, yeah, boom, quit it, done, you know, quit tomorrow. But, you know, most people can't do that. So then 
We've got to then find ways where we can build up our energy that allows us to be unstuck in other areas of our life to then go and get ourselves unstuck and unsticky in the areas that we don't want to be stuck to. A reminder too that you don't have to have all of the answers and this is something that I often talk to business owners about and different people and you know I think when we get stuck we think well I'm stuck, I don't know what to do, I don't have the answers. You don't need to have all the answers, you need to have a commitment to finding them and I feel like we've talked about that a couple of times so I'm not going to go too deep into that but Remember that everyone gets stuck and everyone has shit that they don't need to do. I've got stuff every single week where I think, fuck, like I've got no idea how I'm going to do this. And I used to just obsess about it and think, oh, you know, I need to figure this out. Now I write it down and I come back to it by asking someone or finding someone that's more experienced and finding someone that can help me. And I'm not too proud anymore or have that massive ego where I'm like, I need to figure all this out. I'm like, Who's done this before? Who can I go and ask? Who's in my network that's going to be able to help me? And how can I repay the favor or add value back to their life at some stage? Or how can I just carry on with the work that I'm working on and I don't need to solve this right now. I can ask my business partner tomorrow what his thoughts are or whether he's had any experience in that space and I can do that. So build up people around you that are going to allow you to be encouraged to actually ask for the answers and have a commitment to work through them rather than thinking that you need to just have all of the answers. Build a commitment to finding the answers and accept that at times you will get stuck. Like life goes like a roller coaster, right? It's like up and down and sometimes it's outstanding and other times you're just like, fuck, how is all this bad stuff happening time and time again? But it that's just what happens. That's just life and we can't predict these things. So we want to build up, going back to 30 and 30, the last episode about how you're powerful as fuck, that belief and the understanding that you've you've made it this far. So this just stuck is just a moment. Let's zoom out from it for a bit and realize, oh, I've been stuck a hundred times before. I've figured out what to do. I've just got to do that with this problem. Maybe go back to real simple, write down the problem at the top of the page, like what you're stuck with. Okay, what are all the potential answers? And actually try and work through it. So zoom out and just accept that you want to get stuck because it's going to help you and help you grow and you've been stuck before you just forget those things because you've worked through them and they don't seem like problems anymore. This stuck is probably just another problem for you and you can you know, you know, can work through it just like you have before. The other thing is what information do I need to make a decision? When you're stuck, you're usually lacking a piece of information. You need to go and find out what that information is that you need to make a decision. Ask yourself this question, what information do you need to make a decision? Sometimes I ask my clients that and potential new clients, I text a client this week who wanted to inquire about working with us. We gave him all the information. I haven't. I, he said, I'm going to come back to you. And so I followed him up a week later and I said, hey, I just want to make sure that you've got all the information you need to make a decision. Because if he does, I've done my job. If not, I need to give him more information. Same thing for you when you're approaching a problem. What information do you need to make a decision? Actually go out and find that information. Don't just sit there and be like, I don't know how to make my first investment. Or what is the information you need to make a decision? A, you need to figure out how you're going to actually invest and then B, what you're going to invest in. Maybe find one of your mates and be like, hey, could you tell me about your first investment that you made and how did you decide to do it and where did you go to to actually actionably do that? Go and find people that have done things and seek the information that you need to make a decision. Now, the other piece of sort of energy or to this is ideas. 
And part of this person's question too was, how do you come up with ideas and get into that state of having ideas, especially if that stops happening? Now, I think that's why I focused on energy so much at the start, because I think when you're in a good energy state, it's more likely that those things are going to happen. But I think we can all go and find things in our life that bring us into that energetic and ideation type space. My business partner, for instance, he often will come into work and say, oh, mate, I mowed the lawns on the weekend and, and I'm thinking he's going to be like, yeah, fucking run my foot over. And he's like, I reckon we should do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, what the hell, man? Like After a while, I'm like, there's a theme here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, like, I get, that's my zone. Like That's where I get all my best ideas and my brain starts going. And I'm like, man, mow the lawn some more. I'm like, mow that shit every week. You know, it's good stuff. Because he gets himself out of his life and out of his, he's not like a big ideation type person, but when he does get into that space, he does heaps of clean thinking. So for him, he knows, well, if I want to get into that clean thinking type space, I'm going to go mow the lawns. One thing that I do that's been really helpful for me is saunering and having a sauna. And There are many tales of conversations and saunas and things that I've had with different people and things that I've learned, but I've written a stack of these Keep the Change lessons in the sauna where I'll be thinking about something I'll go, oh, I could turn that into a money mail. I'll start the, the body of it, and then I'll go and flesh it out later. Probably, maybe maybe a quarter of all money mail lessons have probably come from me starting to write about something in the sauna. And I didn't start saunering for you know, maybe until up until maybe three or four years ago. I had no idea about it. I just wandered in one time, thought I might have a crack at this, and now I just absolutely love it. So you know, that's really helpful for me helpful for my creativity and helpful for my writing. I notice when I'm in a high energy state too and I think I should be real creative and I should write heaps of shit. Uh, As an example, today I'm in one of these states so I have recorded three podcasts and I've written a money mail and I've written two emails that I'll do for Next Advisory over the next little while and those things are not hard for me in the state that I'm currently in because I'm not stuck. But other times I'll be like, right, how can I make this sound good? And what am I going to write about? How am I going to do it? And it's just, it's tough. And I've just got to grind through it. Because again, I know that's not all the time. And I'm just not in the state that I need to be in for it to be real, like the flow state, for instance, I think some people call it. So for me, I've got to find how to squeeze the most out of the times where I am in that state, where I know I can have hard conversations, be real creative, write stuff. You've got to build yourself up to get into those things. And, you know, again, this weekend, very quiet weekend, a lot of sleep, no alcohol, especially compared to last weekend, uh, good foods, gymming, looking after myself, and that then turns into this state and I can capitalise on it. Got another mate, barbecuing. Loves barbecuing alone. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, If you love barbecuing alone, then good on you. But I'm being serious, actually barbecuing, I know some people will get that gag, um, where you are... Literally, he, he's cooking up heaps of different types of meat, and it's his time where he's just in his own head, thinking, relaxing, like that meditative type state. Maybe it's meditating for you. Maybe it's running. Maybe it's swimming. Maybe it's therapy. Nothing wrong with that. Talking to someone about it. Maybe it's you know therapy. Just talking to one of your friends. Actually, just having a coffee and being like, "Hey, can I talk to you about these different things?" And working through them. Working through the things that you're stuck on. But you know. Don't get caught in yesterday's thoughts, which naturally your brain will want you to do. Yeah, I don't really want to solve this. I want to keep it negative and I want to keep it the same as yesterday. So 
you know, I'm stuck. I'm just going to think about the same shit that I did yesterday. And none of those are solutions. So go and figure out, right, how can I change that? And how can I get into a state where I'm going to think about solutions and actually solving this problem and taking some energy? And who can I surround myself that's going to want to see me to do this? How can I give myself some accountability? Could you perhaps tell one of your friends like, hey, I'm going to have a tough conversation with my boss about a pay rise this week and I'll shout the beers on Friday if I turn up and I haven't done it. And they do that. I put a reminder in a um, client's phone this week where he's like, I'm sick of not working on the business. And I was like, pass me your phone. So I set a reminder every day for five o'clock and it just asks him, what have I done to work on my business today? Question mark. And, you know, I could have then, next step, it'll probably be, if it's not working for him, I'm going to make it like harder, is, you know, I'll put something real grunty in there that's real emotional. Like, I don't respect my daughter enough to actually put the time into work on my business and now I'm going to have to work an extra two hours into the evening. You might think, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty aggressive and that's pretty shit of you, but sometimes we need more emotional reasoning in order for us to do the things we want to do. I've got a client, he's probably listening to this, he's a champion bloke, shout out if you're listening, you know who you are, and he set a reminder at five o'clock, an alarm on his phone, that would go off and what it was was a reminder to him that if this alarm's going off, I should be on my way home. And if not, then I need to call my wife and basically say, hey, I'm not going to be home and put the kids to bed without me. And that was really going to tug on his heartstrings and make him feel guilty. And he was trying to break an old pattern of what he'd let become acceptable because that's no longer what he wanted and he wanted to change it. And we're like, okay, well, how are we going to do that? And remember that we often get ourselves stuck into the same patterns of just doing things the way that we've always done them and every single day. So we need to figure out how we can break those things. And often that starts by creating some new direction and then some reasoning and and some actionable steps about how we're going to do that and hopefully some accountability as well. The other thing you might want to think about is sharing your journey. So again, like therapy or a friend and just saying to someone like, hey, I'm stuck with these things or I run out of ideas around this. Like what, what do you think I could be doing? And actually get some help for some people that are outside of your problems and external because often when we're in our shit we are really emotional to to it and tied to it and we're not objective or independent and we've lost kind of that freshness and that creativity towards our our situation. So don't be afraid to share your journey and actually ask for some help. Right, zoom out, we've covered and then accept, tough times will come. We spoke about this with clients this week where, you know, we have to accept that business is never going to be like just smooth sailing and easy. Neither is life. Neither are your finances. Things are going to come up and they're going to just get in the way and you're going to think like, fuck, like how's all this happened? But the more you can accept that that will happen, but try and be ready for it and be like, well, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to be able to get through it. That's going to help you enjoy the tough times a little bit more because most people don't even want to enjoy the tough times. But if you can get yourself to a point where you actually enjoy being stuck or enjoying the tough times, well, hey, Imagine what life's like on the other side of that when you're not facing that and you're thinking like, fuck, this is outstanding. You're really going to celebrate those times, aren't you? Right, hopefully this person who asked me around getting stuck and ideas and creativity and energy has found something valuable from there. I haven't even really made this financial after I said I was going to try and bring it back to financial things, but you know, there's some things in there around people who don't know where they're going, for instance, how they become dangerous. And you know, they'll, they'll be the people that are just like wasting heaps of cash. They've got no financial goals and so they're just doing reckless shit because they just don't care because they're not 
saving for a home that they want to buy in 12 months, for instance, or an investment property or investing for the future or saving up for their child that's going to be going to school or going to a university or needing the school uniform and things like that, okay? So that's how you could be thinking about it, but I'm sure you can tie it back to individual situations and circumstances that you've seen. That's a very different one, uh, but again, something that I had committed to answering, and I hope it helps some people out there, and there's um, you know some good stuff in there that won't necessarily be spoken about by many people, I'd imagine, and again, a lot of those things are just my opinion and may not necessarily be popular with a lot of people, especially people that wouldn't listen to this podcast and don't actually care and aren't trying to develop themselves and just thinking, what an arsehole, like, easy for you to say, yeah, well, it is because I used to kind of be a bit like that and be drifting and being like, when's it going to happen? I'd just do heaps of reckless shit along the way, and I've probably crashed into the odd Uber driver who I'm like, the fuck, why don't you know where you're going? Sort this out. So be careful of those people who don't know where they're going. They could be dangerous in your life. If you're stuck, zoom out, remember that times will change and you'll be able to get away from that and you'll look back at it and go, well, I figured out how to work through it. Look after yourself. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Way, way, way up. Turn it all up. Yeah. Look, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy to try